This is not the time to get distracted. And this is not the time to go off course. This is not the time to lose your focus. Got a word to do for the Lord. The Believers Walking in the Way of Righteousness is now on the air. Our goal is to awaken you from the tradition and the errors of religion and bring you back to the simplicity of the gospel of Christ. If you have any questions or are in need of prayer, please stay tuned until the end of the broadcast. We will give you our website and our mailing address. So at this time, it gives me great pleasure to bring to you our minister, Brother James Ware. By way of radio, I count it a blessing as well as a privilege to be able to come to you this day by way of radio. At this time, let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus the Christ, we thank you. We praise you. We truly honor you in all that you're doing. We honor you in all that you're going to do. Now, Father, we ask you to bless each and every one on the sound of my voice, God, that one, that one that feel they tuned in by accident, let them know it was your will, your plan for them to hear what thus says the Lord. I thank you for what you're doing. I thank you for what you're going to do. I ask you to bless me that I might decrease and you increase in my life, that I speak only that which you would have me to say. I praise you. I honor you. In Jesus Christ's name I pray. Amen and amen. Well, praise God. Praise the Lord. I thank the Lord for you, 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 and especially you. We thank God for this day. For this is the day that he has made, and we are going to rejoice and be glad in it. We're going to rejoice about what he's doing. We're rejoicing about what he's going to do. Most of all, we're rejoicing about having an opportunity to speak a word concerning his word. Amen. Truly, we are living in the last of the last days. Amen. And, and I know that we have seen that we are taking it. And it just became la-di-da-di, a uh, good thing. Amen. We are not sincere in that which we are doing. We are only trying to mark time. You know, when we were, when, uh, when you were just walking in place or marching in place, I remember doing that. You weren't going anywhere, but you was marching. And at the same time, the enemy doing the same thing to us today. Yes, he's doing the same identical thing. Got us marching in place. And I'm telling you, but the Lord have told a few of you, just a few that are sincere, just a few that feel that you're different. What you mean, feel that you're different? You have been, you know, within your heart and in your mind, you was called out. 
you was chosen to do something different. You knew that it wasn't about the money. You didn't, uh, those of you that got into the ministry, you didn't get into it to try to make money. You got into it because you looked at them individuals going to hell and uh, going, you feel, contrary to the word of God. You decided, I want to try to turn them around. So therefore, you went into the ministry and you tried to learn and do things according to that which is done. Amen. And because you tried to do that, then God began to bless you. Now, the problem is that when God blesses you, blesses others, here's what happened. They find themselves grabbing hope to looking at other people's. What you mean looking at other people? They sin, they looking at this person, that person doing this, this person doing that. And all of a sudden, they find themselves say, why is I'm doing this so uh, sincere? Look like ain't nobody out here but me. Remember when Elijah said, God, it look like I'm the only one out here. He said, look, Elijah, I got 7,000. Have not bowed a knee to Baal. Now, you might be the, feel that you're the only one. But I want you to know that you are not the only one. And because you are not the only one, then therefore you just need to do what I'm telling you to do. And and a lot of us is in that position. Sometimes you seek out this. But I feel that God has called some of you out. And he has placed you, I would say, in the army of the Lord, I would rather use you. You've been drafted into the family. You see, we of wild olive tree, as the Bible say, but have drafted you into the tree. And because of you being wild, you've been drafted in, then there are some things you're going to be different. You must be different. You have to be different. You can't be the same as other people. You look at them and you see them going in a form of godliness and you say, Lord, I just don't want to be that way. I want, I'm taking this sincere and, and because that as Christ uh, called out the 70, remember uh, that was before they walked away. When he uh, except he said, "Except you eat of my flesh and drink of my blood, had no part." But before then, seemed like they was motivated. They was motivated in in the book of Luke. Let me just deal with that, and then I'll go to another scripture. But in the book of Luke, the tenth chapter, and after these things. Uh, Luke 10, chapter 1, verse. After these things, he appointed unto other 70 also and sent two and two before the face into every city and every place wherewith himself would come. Therefore said he 
unto them. The harvest are truly great, but the laborers are few. Pray ye therefore the Lord of the harvest that he would send forth laborers uh, into his harvest. So he began to send the two by two to go and prepare ye the way of the Lord. Get ready, make your way straight. And then uh, I believe in uh, uh, Mark the 16th, uh, will bear witness. Uh, let me turn to it first. Let me mark sixteen and uh, around the seventeenth verse. He says to them, and these signs shall follow them that believe. In my name shall cast out devils. There shall speak. With, they shall speak with new tongue. In other words, your tongue, yeah, that, that old cussing thing, and uh, cussing spirit and all that, what you used to talk, you got a new language. You are not doing this. And then finally, I want to read, I'm sure that you're familiar with it because I've read it numerous of times, uh, but in St. John, the 15th chapter and the 16th verse. It says, Ye have not chose me, but I have chose you and ordained you that you should go forth and bring forth fruit, and that your fruit should remain, and that whosoever ye shall ask the Father, in my name, and and he will may give it to you. Now, here's the problem, believer. Do you know we don't narrow it down? We have narrowed down the axing to materialistic things only. We have narrowed it down to the things that the people uh, can only see, the blessing, the blessings of God. Don't you know that if you was chosen, you, as I said, you was chosen, you was called out. See, when you was called out and drafted by the Lord, it was a different story. It, it ain't for you to be like everybody else. The military, do you know that even those that's in the military or Whoever you want to use, you want to use, uh, uh, yeah, I have to use the military because if I use something else, then you'll say, well, that ain't true, Brother Well, Even though other thing, other units wear uniforms and stuff, but the person that, uh, that the Lord have chose, you are different. You're just not like everybody else. You are in the position that God wants you to be different. Now, listen to me, believers. I know that we are going around uh, saying it doesn't matter. God looking at your heart and so on and so on. And that sounds good. He is looking at your heart. 
He, but guess what? When you get in the military, you have to change your dress apparel. I know that uh, others is not telling you this, but I'm telling you as believers, as this day and time, as it ever was a time, you need to change your dress apparel. Why? Because you are in the Lord. When the Lord first seen man, after the man sinned, remember, you need to go back. Just go back. They could have stayed where they would. Wasn't nobody but Adam and Eve there, okay? But the problem was they had uh, fear from the presence of the Lord because they felt that they was naked. And now when you go back to uh, the scriptures and see what what makes them different and what makes you different, it's the same thing. They was chosen by God to be that first man or woman. You was chosen by God to be in the family of God. So what makes you think that God don't want, he don't want to see your nakedness? You should have shame. Now you say, but brother, where? When I go and take a bath, I'm naked then, and the Lord see me then. Oh, come on. Guess what? Adam and Eve was the same way, but because they was in one another present with the Lord, it was a different story. So what God did, he didn't say, okay, y'all go ahead on just like the bears, just like the birds, just like the animals. You ain't, uh, even though they putting clothes on dogs now, but you ain't, uh, you didn't need to uh, have clothes put on your Adam. You could have continued on. You could have continued, did this and did that. And I mean, ain't nobody around. Ain't nobody but you and E. So why is the purpose? The purpose is that you need a dress. You need to cover up. Why? Because sin have entered into the land. Do you know when peoples uh, get in sin, when when they get in sin, they want to show more of the flesh? Do you? Wait a minute. Let me let me go back to Genesis. Let me see, show you what the what the Bible says, and then I'll bring it back up. Okay. Uh, in Genesis the second um, second chapter. Of the book of Genesis, okay? Genesis 2, 25. And they were both naked, the man and his wife, and were not ashamed. They weren't ashamed then, right? You got me? They was naked because they wasn't in sin. Sin bring about a different... uh, 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 a different command, a different mindset. And then when sin came in, and lo and behold, then the Lord uh, did uh, uh, saw them, and they trying to hide themselves in apron. And, but the Adam also and his wife uh, uh, did the Lord make coats a skin and close them. Wait a minute. Why you got to be closed now? 
why not just just go in and you was going and showing everything before, but because of sin, you need and, and and after you have been redeemed from sin, then you need to have your mindset. You need to be in the position. I know uh, people don't go along with this. Don't don't uh, say it's not necessary. God wants your heart. He showed who. But see, if your heart is with him, then guess what? You're going to have to close yourself around others because of the fact he yet desires a different mindset. He desires you to, how is it that you can be uh, the, the, the proof? That's the proof. Look at the, the proof of the holler. Look at the proof of the holler and 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 look at the proof of a righteous woman. A holler tries to avail, uh, reveal parts of her body, but the holler, uh, yeah, the holler do that. But the godly woman tries to cover parts of her body, and and it ain't just started, believers. I know we want to say well. God is, ain't looking at this, but if you look in Exodus, not only uh, Genesis where I was, you take it a little further and look in Exodus uh, uh, 28 and 42. Listen, and then thou shall make them linen breach for cover their nation. Wait a minute. Other words, they, uh, their nakedness. God didn't want their nakedness uh, uh, to be shown for their lawns, even unto their thighs. Wait a minute. They shall reach. Listen. So God says now, those of you that know what the loins is, that's between their legs. This is the priest. This is what God required. He wanted that wrapped and covered all the way down to the thighs. God requires this, believers. He have always required this. I know that we want to uh, throw it out the window. We want to say, well, wait a minute, wait a minute, brother. Well, I love God regardless Yes, but if you love God regardless, you're going to do the thing that the Lord requires for you to do. You're not going to do that which the world requires. See, the world says, okay, you can do this, or you can do that. The world says, it's all right to do this. It's all right to do that. Yes, that's what the world says. But God, but the Lord says, different. He says, no, no, no. I want you to cover yourself. Other words, since you are covered yourself, then therefore it shouldn't be a shame to be among others. Now, when you are uncovered, that's a shame. And listen to me. Now, listen to me. When you see a baby, a baby that's, let's say, two or three years old, uh, I say two years old. A baby was two years old. He's innocent. 
she or he innocent. They they could be among rapists. They could be among whatever, uh, uh, I, whatever you can name. It wouldn't bother them if they weren't scared of them people. You could pull their little pamper off and they could walk and nothing be wrong with them. But when they learn knowledge, when they get knowledge, then they'll understand. You say, well, mama and daddy have to teach them. No, no, no. They will teach you. I remember, believers, I was uh, a little lad and, and back in we had to take a bath in a, in a, a little tin tub and we would get in the tin tub and, and my granddaddy's uh, lady would wash me and I I was concerned about her looking at me even at that age. So I knew that uh, it wasn't right for one to be uncovered. Listen believers, you are drafted in the army, in the military you know for yourself, you cannot wear your civilian clothes doing duty. While you own duty and while you um, uh, uh, in the position that you have to give an account of yourself. No, ma'am. No, sir. You have a requirement. Well, how is it that you can do that for the military? How is it that we can respect the court? I, I I went to court. Do you know that they wouldn't even let the the women's put, have scarf on their head in the courtroom? Wait a minute. Why is that? Because they have a a protocol that you have to dress and you have to put on certain things. You can't come in the courtroom any and every kind of way, half naked and and had your head tied and whatever, and you looking like you are on the street corner. Oh, no, no, no. Now, if we see that in the natural, why is it that no uh, no one is preaching this in the church? We need to let the young ladies and the young men know that they must be different. They must carry themselves different. They must come out from among them and be separate. Now, once you put on uh, uh, your right garment, when you have your uniform on, what you mean uniform? When you dress and you're not showing uh, parts of your body to cause someone to look. Do you know, I, I listen, this is sad. I was list, looking at uh, YouTube or uh, something. I think it was a YouTube video or some church somebody had asked me to look at. And the people, the young ladies, was there with spandex on and yet have tight, uh, I, I forgot the thing, but blouses, light blouse. It wasn't really blouses. But their stomach was showing and they were supposed to have been singing the glory of God. Now, come on now. Let's be real about it. I know preachers don't. I know I'm old and whatever. But it come a time that you cannot, you cannot 
dress according to the world. The Bible say, come out from among them and be ye separate. Now, if the Bible done told me to come out from among them, and then I'm going to the fellowship, and I'm going to pull myself the same way, present myself as I was in the world. I'm going to wear the same thing, do the same thing, and expect uh, the reverence of God. How can you do that? There is no way that you can have the Spirit of God dwelling in you and you don't feel ashamed. You don't feel the mindset to do that which God would have you to do. You see, you say, well, God ain't have me to do nothing. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. You know in that, in that inner man, the Bible says that the Spirit of God will teach you and it will lead and guide you into all truth. So how in the world can you say you are led and guided into truth when you is doing just the opposite of truth? When the Bible done told us in the first division of Psalm, blessed is the man that walketh not in the way of sinners nor stand in the way. In other words, why are you going to stand in the way? The Bible teaches us in the book of Ezekiel, do you know you will cause the blood to be on your hand when you causing somebody that's weak in the flesh? And yes, you might say, well, that's their problem. They, they lusting after me. But then if you covered yourself, then it wouldn't be that part that wouldn't be causing that individual to lust and to come away from the very thing that they are doing. Oh, brothers and sisters, this is real. This is real. I know you're not doing it. We can go in five books straight of the Old Testament talks about the dress code. Then when we get in the New Testament, we talk, it talks about the dress code as well. When we go and we say, well, Lord, I, I just don't see that. I, what Brother Ware is talking about that, I, I just don't see one. If you worrying about that and you are concerned about that, then when, when you read over in Second Peter, I'm sorry, I, I said Second Peter. I think it's 1 Peter, the third chapter. That's what I want. 1 Peter, the third chapter, and around the third verse. It says, adorn, let, uh, adorn, let it not be with the outward adornment. A plait in the hair. You ever notice now when the young ladies get hair in the head, they don't want just a little bit. They want it to come all the way down. Why? They want it to attract. They want it to swing, to attract the man. But anyway, let's let let it say, uh, let it, uh, well, for uh, adornment, let it not be with the outward appearance, with the outward adornment, or plaiting the hair, wearing a gold, oh, or, 
putting on apparel, certain apparel, believers, we shouldn't definitely do. We shouldn't. Well, you know, I'm going to have to quit go on a quick break, and I, I, I'll be back in a couple of minutes, and I'll finish this in the book of Peter, and then we'll get further. All right? God bless you. Praise the Lord, my friend. Brother Ware will return shortly. I would like to take a minute to invite you to pray for the believers walking in righteousness and minister Brother Ware. We thank you for listening and would be really grateful if you would let a friend know about the broadcast. If you would like to contact Brother Ware for a speaking engagement or any other correspondence, please call 404-293-7557. Again, if you would like to contact Brother Ware for speaking engagement, please call 404-293-7557. Please stay tuned until the end of the message for all contact information. We will be taking questions and comments in the second half of the broadcast. For questions and comments, we invite you to call 404-355-8699. That's 404-355-8699. And now, let's welcome back Brother Will. Well, praise God, praise the Lord. We are back. We are back. We thank God we are not here this week as well. We are definitely had some business to take care of on a Thursday, but we'll definitely be there if the Lord say the same next week, and we may have a treat for you. Amen. I might have a guest. Amen. Uh, we'll see what the, what the Lord say about it. All right, and see what they that we can um, communicate about it. might be a blessing to you. I'm trying to be a blessing as well. All right? Uh, uh, those of you, uh, when the broadcast go off, you're free, free to call me at 404-293-7557. Uh, if you don't get me, leave your name and number. I promise you. Within a 24-hour period, I will call you back. And who knows, you might get me at the time when you dial the number. But I just want to, because I don't want to get off the one call and get on another call, and it's not fair to the person. That's why I always say that. Leave your name and number, and I promise you I'll call you back. All right, let's get back into the Scripture I, I know I got a long ways to go. I'm just on the the dress. Uh, because you're being in the military of the Lord, you're being in the uh, armies of the military, God is requiring something from you than any other person. He requires for you to look different from any other person. He would requires for you to carry yourself from any other person. Listen to me now. When you take a page from the natural army, the natural navy, the natural marines, and so on and so on, when you take a page from it, you just can't be any and everybody. You have to change in a lot different ways. You cannot, you cannot continue to be that individual 
uh, like you was when you was in the street. All right. Even when you when they got even when you go in jail, say it the same, but there's got to be a change. I never uh, went there, but I worked there as a chaplain. And you have to bring forth a change. But anyway, I was reading from the book of Peter on the dressing. I'm going to try to hurry up and get to the desk because I got to get the other parts of being in the military. All right. Uh, Peter said, uh, well, uh, on the third chapter of the book of Peter and uh, uh, the third verse, third and I want to read. All right. It says, uh, let it not uh, be with the outward adornment, uh, uh, plaiting of hair, or wearing gold, or putting on apparel. Folks, people, you got to watch what kind of apparel you put on. That's just clothes, okay? You got to do that. Let it not be that dressing flashy and this and that. It's all right to dress nice, but at the same time, you can take that niceness overboard, all right? Uh, but let it be of the hidden man of the heart in which is not uh, corrupt. Even adornment, let it be a meek and a quiet spirit. It's amazing how many saints are just loud and obnoxious and 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 they carry themselves in that in that pattern and that's not good believers that's not good for us as saints of God the military they you will know that their mannerism is totally different it's totally different from the world now, some of them, may, when they get out of the uniform and they do this or they do that, they may go back to that uh, trend. But altogether, it is different. Listen, it is definitely different. And I'm going to give you one more, and we're going to uh, be through with the apparel. Um, First Timothy, uh, the second chapter. And around the eighth verse, okay, second chapter of Timothy. Uh, uh, no, I'm on second Timothy. I mean, first Timothy. Forgive me, first Timothy, the second chapter, and the eighth, uh, around the eighth verse. Okay, I will therefore, men, pray everywhere, lifting up holy hands and without wrath. And doubt, and a and a appearance, okay, with uh, shamefacedness, so sobriety, not with broaded or hair, gold, apparel, a costly or raven. See, is and then, but which is becoming, professing a godly, with good words. Listen. A godly woman is not a flashy woman. I know the the society is teaching us that, oh, it's just flashy, it's just that. But then I'm saying it is not that, believers. It is not that flashy woman. I'm sorry. I know 
that some of us don't look and say that's what is. Well, the Bible tell us different. And we got to be conformed to the Bible, to the Word of God. Why? Because the Word of God is what's going to keep us. The Word of God is what's going to uh, do that, which is going to keep us in line. Now, after we come to the Lord and change our apparel, yes, I do know that some, I know I can hear some of you now, well, I know some folks wearing dresses down, dragging the ground, but they the biggest liars or they the biggest whole hopper. Don't worry about them. You set the standard. You show that, guess what? This is how you can dress, and this is how you can be a woman or a man of God. This is what you have to do because the enemy going to show you somebody that's doing different. Going to show you somebody that you're saying that there's no way they can be following Christ with their attitude that they have. Because they have the attitude completely wrong concerning the scriptures. They are not being obedient to the Lord. So, after we get that, we have to get our weapon. And we got to understand, in the military... You, they, they spend hours and days training you for the M16. You, before you ever shoot that gun, you have to learn that gun. You have to break that gun down. You have to put it back together. You've got to know, listen to me, folks. I think it's sad that, now listen, I carry it, done had with me years, not months, not days. Uh, but years that I said, well, if uh, when I did Bible study or when I did uh, uh, seminars, when I did crusade, anybody can quote the books of the Bible, you get the $66. It's sad. And we weren't about the laws book. We came and deal with the regular found book. So many people can't even quote the books of the Bible. You said, well, brother, where? Uh, what that's about, I ain't, I, ain't, I ain't got to remember that. What's the purpose of remember? It's not for you to remember and to quote them for to show off. It's for you to know where the books is at. If you remember uh, Corinthians, you know what book is following Corinthians. It, it is not a problem. Then you can go Ephesians, Galatians, uh, I'm sorry, Galatians, Ephesians. You see, uh, uh, you can do that. Why? Because you have learned the books of the Bible. Not only the books of the Bible, you should know a verse. Listen to me now. If you're in the military, they want you to learn that gun. They want you to learn before, like I said, before you even shoot that gun, you need to learn how to break it down, how to clean it, how to put it back together, and how you should know how that gun go. That's your weapon. So as it is with you, with the weapon of the Lord. Now, in the book of Corinthians, like I say, uh, Second Corinthians, the 10th chapter, 
And the third verse says this, For though we, are, uh, we walk in the flesh, we do, walk, we do not walk after the flesh. The, for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God and pulling down stronghold, casting down imagination. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Listen to me. We get mad with the folks instead of looking at what's behind the folks, what's motivating the folks. We, we done read the scripture. See, if we knew what the scripture said, then we would meditate on what the peoples are doing and saying. But we get mad with them instead of looking at the spirit behind them, looking at that. Listen to me. I've seen this, believers. I've seen folks run their mouth uh, at me about me, and I saw the, the hand of God moved upon and allowed them to have to repent. Yes, to have to repent, not with just me, but I saw God turn that situation around numerous of times. Now, you know I'm telling the truth. Some of you that, that, that don't win against you, uh, and listen, if they went against you and they said things about you, and you didn't offend them. You didn't offend yourself. You just prayed. And lo and behold, you seen God brought that thing back around. But you know what? He brought it back around because you didn't say anything about it like you wanted to say. And I'm telling you, this have been not one time, numerous of times. And every one of you that's in the Lord, been in the Lord, a seasoned person, you don't have people to lie on you. You don't have people to uh, ridicule your name. And in the midst of it, when you can get yourself away from that and begin to pray, Lord, have mercy on that individual. When you begin to pray, God showed you he either took them out of here or they in better shape than you are. I promise you I've seen that. Even from childhood, me being chosen, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about this one little girl. We used to have, and, and this just a carnal thing that I'm trying to bring to you. This little girl, uh, those of you that don't know me, I'm the dark-skinned, slim guy. So, in school, I weighed about 90 pounds, and, and uh, I liked it, you know, as we was in elementary school, late elementary school, going to high school, what they would call now junior high, when in the seventh grade. And I liked it, this little girl, and I remember this little girl. I hit this little girl on the shoulder, and I expect for her to run after me and hit me in the back. Now, you, I know young people, this sounds stupid to you, but there was a little thing called love licks. And the little girls would hit the boys in the back if they liked the little boy. Anyway, lo and behold, I hit the little girl, and that little girl didn't run after me. She just said, oh, get your black hands off of me. And, and act like I was 
contagious to touch. And that same girl, that same girl, when we became an adult, I saw her and she begged for me to give her a hug that how God had turned it around. What? Why did he turn it around? Because she was in sin and I was in righteousness. Not something that I'm bragging about, but I know many other issues. I know a sister that her husband downgraded her, played, uh, talked against her, made her look like she was the worst person. And lo and behold, that same sister, she had to see him suffering before he died. I'm telling you, believers, that God will turn, if we quit looking at the flesh, if we quit looking at the flesh and understand that it's a spiritual thing, and when you can begin to take your feelings, your emotion, and understand that just the devil using them people, listen, and then it goes on to say, casting down imagination or every high thing that exalted itself against the knowledge of God. Listen, with you having God in you, when they're coming against you, they're not coming against you. They're coming against God. But uh, uh, but so many of us belittle ourselves, and we come down to God and say, wait a minute, hold up, hold up, hold up. You ain't ready to go do battle. You can't do battle because you are, you are not above those things. You're not above someone talking about you. You're not above someone lying on you. You're not above someone laughing at you. You got to realize that God, if you are obeying God, God will turn it around. It ain't up to you. It ain't up to me. It ain't up to nobody. It's up to the Lord, and God will see you through. So many of us, so many of us have fell into the entrapment to think, well, we're going in, uh, against thing, the devil. We we just dealing against what the Lord, that Lord, that devil. I ain't gonna lay down. I might be crazy, but I ain't crazy enough to lay down. No, you need to stand and understand your weapon is not of carnal. You are not fighting a carnal weapon. Some of you right now need to hear me. It is not carnal. It is a spiritual matter that the enemy is jealous of your walk, and he's trying to get you to come down on his ground. Man, if you could talk to the sister I know that had her husband that would not belittle herself to come down on his level. And not only her, I can say myself. I can see things that so many people are said things, but you realize that you are in the army of the Lord. And we don't fight a carnal wall. We don't do that. No, no, no. We don't fight flesh on flesh. We fight that spirit that's motivating that flesh. You got to realize the spirit that motivating that flesh is the problem. And when that spirit that motivating the flesh is the problem, then the Bible lets you know that we walk, we walk in not 
uh, in the flesh. No, ma'am. Yes, we are in the flesh. We are in the flesh. We walk in the flesh. But we do not walk against the flesh. And how can you walk? How can you go to walk without putting on that which I know you know about? The Bible says, Foundling, my brother, be strong. I'm reading that from Ephesians. For my time run out. And for I be able not to finish. It says, Foundly, my brother, be strong in the Lord and the power of thy of his might. Putting uh, put on the whole armor. No, not just part of the armor. Put on the whole armor. Why are you putting on the whole armor? Because of the fact that you realize this thing is spiritual. That enemy wants you to be cussing. That enemy wants you to be discouraged. That enemy wants you to be, I don't know where God is. How come he ain't blessing me? How come I'm having all these problems? It's because God is getting ready to bless you. It's because he's trying to raise you up in another level in order for you to begin to pray and seek God's faith because he have another ground for you to walk on, but you can't walk on it on the grounds that you was on. Oh, no, 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 no. You can't walk in the position that you was on. So, therefore, he began to raise you up. And when he began to raise you up, he began to bless you in the word. More more you raise up, the more words you perceive, and the more words you can stand on, and the more words you can know. This is what it's about. See, because of the fact that you are uh, uh, not walking, and you understand your your wall is not the flesh. No, ma'am, no, sir. Your weapon uh, uh, are not carnal weapon. Why? Because in Ephesians, no, found in my brother, in Ephesians, found in my brother, you're going to learn to do what the Lord said. Found in my brother, listen, uh, the, um, uh, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put it on the whole armor of God uh, that ye may be able to uh, stand against the wiles of the devil. Whatever the devil throwing at you, I don't care what it is. I don't know what you might be going through. You only know what you're going through. It might be sickness. It might be that person ridiculing you for no reason. But at the same time, I'm telling you, get into the Word and allow the Word to be in you and allow God to carry you that higher heights and that deeper depths where he's trying to get you. He allowed this to happen to you. That's why I say, for ye wrestle not against flesh or blood, but against principalities and against power and against the rulers of the darkness for the of the world against spiritual weakness wickedness in high places. Yes, wherefore take unto you the whole armor of God, that ye may be 
able to stand. Believers, if you in a walk, if you really in a walk, whatever you're going through, I don't care if it's finance. Don't come running to say, well, I give this church, I give, I've been paying my tithes to this church, and, and this is not happening to me, and I'm going through. Wait a minute, back up and find out where you need to give. It could be you need to give somewhere else. It could be that God is trying to tell you, I got something else that I need you to bless. I got somebody else that I need you to give to. Because you are in my army, so you do what I tell you to do. Don't do what you feel to do. And then somebody might say, but, but brother, where mine is not that mine is folks just running their mouth against me, and I try to live right, and I try. Guess what? Spend more time in the Word. Spend more time on your knees and praying for them, really praying for them them because the enemy is using them and therefore they can't even see what's going on. Somebody else might say, but brother, well, you don't understand. Mine is not that the enemy is attacking my body. Oh, yes, yes. Guess what? The Bible declared that our flesh, we going to have to depart from this flesh anyway. So, therefore, I'm standing in God's healing. I'm believing God to heal me until my time comes. I don't feel that I'm allowing this, this to take me down or that to take me down or whatever. I can't deal with this or deal with that. No, I'm going to stand in the liberty of the Lord and say, God, I claim my healing. I've asked people to pray the prayer of faith, and I'm going to walk in my healing. I'm going I'm, to listen to me, folks. You're talking to somebody that had open heart surgery, done had a whole lot of problems that I supposed to have been checked out of him, that they called my mom and daddy in before I have, uh, uh, before uh, uh, they passed. But I have yet, I have preached both of them funeral. And yet the Lord kept me around. Why? Not because of my goodness, because I'm in his army. And he is controlling me. And he is leading and guiding me. Therefore, you got to walk in your healing. I had to walk, I had to learn how to walk again. Then not only learn how to walk, I had to do things that the enemies tried to speak into my life. Well, uh, you don't live a life. You over 50, so you don't live a half a hundred. So, therefore, you need to sit down. Well, guess what? I don't sit down. I'm doing more now than I ever did, even when I was pastoring. I have Bible study on Tuesday night. I, online, I have uh, uh, um, um, I'm at the library and easily doing Bible study on Wednesday, every other Wednesday. I'm preaching on the radio every Thursday, and then every Saturday I'm uh, doing an hour broadcast from 12 to 1. I'm doing more now than I ever did. Why? Because I'm looking to the Lord, the author and the finisher of my faith. And then you, 
Listen, just go on and read that. I knew I wasn't going to get through in time. But I'm saying is say, say, therefore, stand having your, uh, having your lungs girdled. Let me tell you something. You can't keep committing fornication. You can't keep uh, committing adultery. You can't keep playing with yourself and think it's all right. That's where your lungs at. You girdle your lungs. Listen what they say. The Bible teaches you to do that. I know that other preachers ain't saying. I'm not concerned about what they're saying. I'm concerned about you walking in truth, having your lungs girdle, having your lungs girdle about with truth, walk in truth. If you need your husband, you need your wife, ask God to bless it and complete this reading on and that I didn't get to. Father, we thank you. Father, we praise you. Father, I honor you. God, I thank you for putting me in the military of your service. God, to be one of your soldiers in these last and evil days. And Father, I ask you to provide, God, in the area that you that I'm standing in the need of and that I can go forth in the power and the anointing thereof. Father, we praise you for what you're doing. I praise you for what you're going to do. That one that have not repented, let them repent and make you Lord of their life. In Jesus the Christ's name, I pray. Amen and amen. My telephone number is 404-293-7557. That's 404-293-7557. Or visit us online is brotherware at hotmail.com. Brother, uh, Brother James Ware, I'm sorry. Brotherjamesware.org. BrotherJamesWeb.org. We would love for you to visit. Brother Ware is saying, as I always say, you don't have the problems that you think you have. All you need is more faith in my Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. God bless you. Praise the Lord. I pray that the message that you just heard was an eye-opener and a blessing to you. If you would like to hear this message and many of our other messages, please log on to our website, brotherjamesware.org. That's brotherjamesware.org. Now, if you have a desire to contact Brother Ware for special prayer or just to be a blessing to our program, you may write a letter to P.O. Box 232, Easley, South Carolina, 29641. That's Brother James Ware, P.O. Box 232, Easley, E-A-S-L-E-Y, South Carolina, 29641. Please include the station that you heard him on. And remember, we are praying that you grow to higher heights and a deeper depth in the Lord. Remember, Ephesians 1.18. May the Lord bless you. It's too important to give up for real.